0: Good morning, Sonship, and welcome to a Course in Miracles daily reading conference call, where we gather Monday through Friday from 9:15 to 10:30 a.m. Eastern to read the original edition of a Course in Miracles. You can access an original edition by going to jcim.net. Today we're reading chapter 31, the Savior's visions. Vision, excuse me. We're reading paragraphs 68 through 82, and we also invite our daily lesson 331. There is no conflict, for my will is yours, into our reading. So at this moment, I have Lee, Reverend Regia, Josie, reading, and Sharon and Paul are listening. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to read? All right, Reverend Regia, how about a morning prayer?
1: Yep. Okay. So we'll begin our morning time together. In uh, quiet, we'll close our eyes and we'll draw that awareness within. When we close our eyes, we let go of all the external focus for a few moments. We feel that uh, peace that comes to us when we let go, when we know there's nothing we need to do right now. We don't even need to think. We can relax completely. We bring to mind our lesson today in this quiet time. And it is, there is no conflict, for my will is yours. You know, uh, if there is conflict, then I have believed in another will besides the will of love. Out of fear, I made an alien will and made it true for me. I listened to its voice and have done its bidding and have brought continual conflict into my experience, but no more. Today, my lesson guides me thus. Quote, How foolish, Father, to believe your son could cause himself to suffer. Could he make a plan for his damnation and be left without a certain way to his release? You love me, Father. You could never leave me desolate to die within a world of pain and cruelty. How could I think that love has left itself? There is no will except the will of love. Fear is a dream and has no will that can conflict with yours. Conflict is sleep and peace awakening. Death is illusion, life eternal truth. There is no opposition to your will. There is no conflict, for my will is yours. Forgiveness shows us that God's will is one, and that we share it. Let us look upon the holy sights forgiveness shows today. We may find the peace of God. Amen. Thank
2: you. Amen. Thank you, Reverend Jack.
1: Amen. Thank you. 68. Learning
0: is change. Salvation does not seek to use a means as yet too alien to your thinking to be helpful nor to make the kinds of change you could not recognize. Concepts are needed while perception lasts, and changing concepts is salvation's task. For it must deal in contrast, not truth, which has no opposite and cannot change. In this world's concepts are the guilty, quote-unquote bad, the quote-unquote good, or innocent. And no one here but holds a concept of himself in which he counts the quote-unquote good to pardon him the quote-unquote bad. Nor does he trust the good in anyone, believing that the bad must lurk behind And this concept emphasizes treachery and trust becomes impossible nor could it change while you perceive the bad in you Hmm. Lee 68 and 69 please
2: learning is change salvation does not seek to use a means as yet too alien to your thinking to be helpful nor to make the kinds of change you could not recognize. Concepts are needed while perception lasts. And changing concepts is salvation's task. For it must deal in contrasts, not in truth, which has no opposite and cannot change. In this world's concepts are the guilty bad, the good or innocent. And no one here but holds a concept of himself in which he counts the good to pardon him, the bad. Nor does he trust the good in anyone, believing that the bad must lurk behind. This concept emphasizes treachery, and trust becomes impossible. Nor could it change while you perceive the bad in you. You could not recognize your, quote, evil thoughts as long as you see value in attack. You will perceive them sometimes, but will not see them as meaningless. And so they come in fearful form with content still concealed to shake your sorry concept of yourself and blacken it with still another, quote, crime. You cannot give yourself your innocence for you are too confused about yourself. But should one brother dawn upon your sight as wholly worthy of forgiveness, then your concept of yourself is wholly changed. Your, quote, evil thoughts have been forgiven with his, because you let them all affect you not. No longer did you choose that you should be the sign of evil and of guilt in him. And as you gave your trust to what is good in him, you gave it to the good in you.
3: Thank
1: you, Lee. Reverend Regis, 69 and 70, please. Mm -hmm. Okay, 69. You could not recognize your evil thoughts as long as you see value in attack. You will perceive them sometimes, but will not see them as meaningless. And so they come in fearful form, with content still concealed, to shake your sorry concept of yourself and blacken it with still another crime. You cannot give yourself your innocence, for you are too confused about yourself. But should one brother dawn upon your sight as wholly worthy of forgiveness, then your concept of yourself is wholly changed. Your evil thoughts have been forgiven with his because you let them all affect you not. No longer did you choose that you should be the sign of evil and of guilt in him. And as you gave your trust to what is good in him, you gave it to the good in you. Seventy. In terms of concepts, it is thus you see him more than just a body, for the good is never what the body seems to be. The actions of the body are perceived as coming from the baser part of you, thus of him as well. By focusing upon the good in him, the body grows decreasingly persistent in your sight and will at length be seen as little more than just a shadow circling around the good. And this will be your concept of yourself when you have reached the world beyond the sight your eyes alone can offer you to see. You will not interpret what you see without the aid that God has given you. And in his sight, there is another world.
0: Thank you, Reverend Rija. Josie, 70 and 71, please.
3: In terms of concepts, it is thus you see him more than just a body. For the good is never what the body seems to be. The actions of the body are perceived as coming from the baser part of you and thus of him as well. By focusing upon the good in him, the body grows decreasingly persistent in your sight and will at length be seen as little more than just a shadow circling round the good, and this will be your concept of yourself when you have reached the world beyond the sight your eyes alone can offer you to see, for you will not interpret what you see without the aid that God has given you, and in his sight there is another world. 71 you live in that world just as much as this for both are concepts of yourself which can be interchanged but never jointly held the contrast is far greater than you think for you will love this concept of yourself because it was not made for you alone born as a gift for someone not perceived to be yourself it has been given you for your forgiveness offered unto him has been accepted now for both of you thank you Josie
0: so do we have new readers that would like to get would like to read 71 and 72 yes Ida hi Ida hi 71 and 72 72 please.
4: Okay. 71. You live in that world just as much as this. For both are concepts of yourself which can be interchanged but never jointly held. Greater than you think. For you will love this concept of yourself because it was not made for you alone. Born as a gift for someone not perceived to be yourself, it has been given you for your forgiveness offered unto him, has been accepted now for both of you. 72. Have faith in him who walks with you, so that your fearful concept of yourself may change. And look upon the good in him that you may not be frightened by your, quote, evil thoughts, because they do not cloud your view of him. And all this shift requires is that you be willing that this happy change occur. No more than this is asked. On its behalf, remember what the concept of yourself which now you hold has brought you in its weight. And welcome the glad contrast offered you. Hold out your hand that you may have the gift of kind forgiveness which you offer one whose need for it is just the same as yours. And let the cruel concept of yourself be changed to one which brings the peace of God.
0: Thank you, Ida. Excuse me, do we have a new reader for 72 and 73, please?
5: Uh, This is Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi. Have faith in him who walks with you, so that your fearful concept of yourself may change. And look upon the good in him that you may not Be frightened by your, quote, evil thoughts, because they do not cloud your view of him. And all this shift requires is that you be willing that this happy change occur. No more than this is asked. On its behalf, remember what the concept of yourself, which now you hold, has brought you in its wake and welcome the glad contrast offered you. Hold out your hand that you may have the gift of kind forgiveness which you offer one whose need for it is just the same as yours. And let the cruel concept of yourself be changed to one which brings the peace of God. <clears throat> Excuse me. 73. The concept of yourself which now you hold would guarantee your function here remain forever unaccomplished and undone, and thus it dooms you to a bitter sense of deep depression and futility. Yet it need not be fixed unless you choose to hold it past the hope of change and keep it static and concealed within your mind. Give it instead to him who understands the changes that it needs to let it serve the function given you to bring you peace that you may offer peace to have it yours. Alternatives are in your mind to use, and you can see yourself another way. Would you not rather look upon yourself as needed for salvation of the world instead of as
0: salvation's enemy? Thank you, Mary. Do we have a new reader for
6: 73 and 74, please? This is Wendy, I'll read. Thanks, Wendy. The concept, 72 or 73. The concept of yourself, which now you hold, would guarantee your function here, remain forever unaccomplished and undone. And thus it dooms you to a bitter sense of deep depression and futility. Yet it need not be fixed unless you choose to hold it past the hope of change and keep it static and concealed within your mind. Give it instead to him who understands the changes that it needs to let it serve the function given you to bring you peace, that you may offer peace to have it yours. Alternatives are in your mind to use and you can see yourself another way would you not rather look upon yourself as needed for salvation of the world instead of as salvation's enemy 74 the concept of the ste- of the self stands like a shield a silent barricade before the truth and hides it from your sight all things you see are images because you look on them as through a barrier which dims your sight and warps your vision, so that you behold nothing with clarity. The light is kept from everything you see. At most, you glimpse a shadow (coughs) of what lies beyond. At least, you merely look on darkness and perceive the terrified imaginings that come through guilty thoughts and concepts born of fear. And what you see is hell, For fear is hell. All that is given you is for release. The sight, the vision, and the inner guide all lead you out of hell with those you love beside you and the universe with them.
0: Thank you, Wendy. Do we have a new reader, please, for 74 and 75? All right, Lee, 74 and 75, please.
2: The concept of the self stands like a shield, a silent barricade before the truth and hides it from your sight. All things you see are images because you look on them through a barrier which dims your sight and warps your vision so that you behold nothing with clarity. The light is kept from everything you see. At most you glimpse a shadow of what lies beyond at least you merely look on darkness and perceive the terrified imaginings that come from guilty thoughts and concepts born of fear and what you see is hell for fear is hell all that is given you is for release the sight the vision and the inner guide all lead you out of hell with those you love beside you and the universe with them. 75. Behold your role within the universe. To every part of true creation has the Lord of love and life entrusted all salvation from the misery of hell. And to each one has he allowed the grace to be a savior to the holy ones especially entrusted to his care. And this he learns when he first looks upon one brother as he looks upon himself and sees the mirror of himself in him. Thus is the concept of himself laid by, for nothing stands between his sight and what he looks upon to judge what he beholds. And in this single vision, does he see the face of Christ and understands he looks on everyone as he beholds this one. For there is light where darkness was before, and now the veil is lifted from his sight.
0: Thank you, Lee. Reverend Reacher, 75
1: and 76, please. Mm -hmm. Okay, 75. Behold your role within the universe. To every part of true creation has the Lord of love and life entrusted all salvation from the misery of hell. And to each one has he allowed the grace to be a savior to the holy ones, especially entrusted to his care. And this he learns when first he looks upon one brother as he looks upon himself and sees the mirror of himself in him. Thus is the concept of himself laid by, for nothing stands between his sight and what he looks upon to judge what he beholds. And in this single vision does he see the face of Christ and understands he looks on everyone as he beholds this one. For there is light where darkness was before, and now the veil is lifted from his sight. 76, The veil across the face of Christ, the fear of God and of salvation and the love of guilt and death, they all are different names for just one error, that there is a space between you and your brother, kept apart in an illusion of yourself, which holds him off from you and you away from him. The sword of judgment is the weapon which you give to the illusion of yourself that it may fight to keep the space that holds your brother off unoccupied by love. Yet while you hold the sword, you must perceive the body as yourself, for you are bound to separation from the sight of him who holds the mirror to another view of what he is, and thus, what you must be. Thank you, Reverend Rita.
3: Josie, 76 and 77, please. The veil across the face of Christ, the fear of God and of salvation, and the love of guilt and death, they all are different names for just one error, that there is a space between you and your brother, kept apart by an illusion of yourself, which holds him off from you and away from him. The sword of judgment is the weapon which you give to the illusion of yourself that it may fight to keep the space that holds your brother off unoccupied by love. Yet, while you hold this sword, you must perceive the body as yourself, for you are bound to separation from the sight of him who holds the mirror to another view of what he is, and thus what you must be. 77. What is temptation but the wish to stay in hell and misery? And what could this give rise to but an image of yourself that can be miserable and remain in hell and torment? Who has learned to see his brother not as this has saved himself, and thus he a savior to the rest? To everyone has God entrusted all, because a partial Savior would be one who is but partly saved. The holy ones whom God has given each of you to save are everyone you meet or look upon, not knowing who they are, all those you saw an instant and forgot, and those you knew a long while since, and those you will yet meet, the unremembered, And the not yet born. For God has given you His Son to save from every concept that He ever held.
4: Thank you,
0: Josie.
3: Ida 77 and 78, please.
4: 77. Whatever form temptation seems to take, it always but reflects a wish to be a self which you are not. And from that wish, a concept arises, teaching that you are the thing you wish to be. It will remain your concept of yourself until the wish that bothered it is no longer held dear. But while you cherish it, you will behold your brother in the likeness of the self whose image has the wish begot of you. For vision can but represent a wish because it has no power to create. Yet it can look with love or look with hate depending only on the simple choice of whether you join with what you see or keep yourself apart and separate. Uh,
0: Wait, Ida, would you do me a favor and roll back up to 77?
4: Sorry. (laughs) Of (laughs) course. 77. What is temptation but the wish to stay in hell and misery? And what could this give rise to but an image of yourself that can be miserable and remain in hell and torment? who has learned to see his brother not as this has saved himself, and thus he is a savior to the rest. To everyone has God entrusted all, because a partial savior would be one who is but partly saved. The holy ones whom God has given each of you to save are everyone you meet or look upon, not knowing who they are, All those you saw an instant and forgot, and those you knew a long while since, and those you will yet meet, the unremembered and the not yet born. For God has given you His Son to save from every concept that He ever held. 78. Yet while you wish to stay in hell, how could you be the Savior of the Son of God? How would you know His Holiness? while you see him apart from yours. For holiness is seen through holy eyes that look upon the innocence within and thus expect to see it everywhere. And so they call forth in everyone they look upon that he may be what they expect of him. This is the Savior's vision, that he see his innocence in all he looks upon and see his own salvation everywhere. He holds no concept of himself between his calm and open eyes and what he sees. He brings the light to what he looks upon that he may see it as it really is. Thank you, Ida.
0: Mary, 78 and 79, please. Yet while you wish to stay in hell,
5: how could you be the Savior of the Son of God? How would you know his holiness while you see him apart from yours? For holiness is seen through holy eyes that look upon the innocence within and thus expect to see it everywhere. And so they call it forth in everyone they look upon that he may be what they expect of him. This is the Savior's vision that he see his innocence in all he looks upon and sees his own salvation everywhere. He holds no concept of himself between his calm and open eyes and what he sees. He brings the light to what he looks upon, that he may see it as it really is. 79. Whatever form temptation seems to take, It always but reflects a wish to be a self which you are not. And from that wish, a concept rises, teaching that you are the thing you wish to be. It will remain your concept of yourself until the wish that fathered it no longer is held dear. But while you cherish it, you will behold your brother in the likeness of the self whose image has the wish begot of you. vision can but represent a wish because it has no power to create. Yet it can look with love or look with hate depending only on the simple choice of whether you would join with what you see or keep yourself apart and separate.
6: Thank you, Mary.
0: Wendy, 79 and 80, please.
6: 79. Whatever form temptation seems to take, it always but reflects a wish to be a self which you are not. And from that wish, a concept arises, teaching that you are the thing you wish to be. It will remain your concept of yourself, until the wish that fathered it no longer is held dear but while you cherish it you will behold your brother in the likeness of the self whose image has the wish begot of you for vision can but represent a wish because it has no power to create yet it can look with love or look with hate depending only on the simple choice of whether you would join with what you see or keep yourself apart and separate. 80. The Savior's vision is as innocent of what your brother is as it is free of any judgment made upon yourself. It sees no past in anyone at all, and thus it serves a wholly open mind unclouded by old concepts and prepared to look on only what the present holds. It cannot judge because it does not know. And, recognizing this, it merely asks, what is the meaning of what I behold? Then is the answer given, and the door held open for the face of Christ. (laughs) To shine upon the one who asks in innocence to see beyond the veil, of old ideas and ancient concepts held so long and dear against the vision of the Christ in you.
0: Thank you, Wendy.
6: Do you we have a new reader,
0: please, for 80 and 81? All right, Lee, 80 and 81, please.
2: The Savior's vision is as innocent of what your brother is as it is free of any judgment made upon Yourself. It sees no past in anyone at all. I'm
4: sorry, I can't hear you, Lee.
2: The Savior's vision is as innocent of what your brother is as it is free of any judgment made upon yourself. It sees no past in anyone at all. And thus it serves a wholly open mind, unclouded by old concepts, and prepared to look on only what the present holds. It cannot judge because it does not know. And recognizing this, it merely asks, What is the meaning of what I behold? Then is the answer given, and the door held open for the face of Christ to shine upon the one who asks in innocence to see beyond the veil of old ideas and ancient concepts held so long and dear against the vision of the Christ in you. 81. Be vigilant against temptation then, remembering that it is but a wish, insane and meaningless, to make yourself a thing which you are not, And think as well upon the thing that you would be instead. It is a thing of madness, pain, and death. A thing of treachery and black despair. Of failing dreams and no remaining hope except to die and end the dream of fear. This is temptation. Nothing more than this. Can this be difficult to choose against? Consider what temptation is and see the real alternatives you choose between. There are but two. Be not deceived by what appears as many choices. There is hell or heaven, and of these you choose but one.
0: Thank you, Lee.
1: Reverend Regia, 81 and 82, please. Mm-hmm. Thank you, 81. Be vigilant against temptation, then, remembering that it is but a wish, insane and meaningless, to make yourself a thing which you are not. And think as well upon the thing that you would be instead. It is a thing of madness, pain, and death, a thing of treachery and black despair, of failing dreams and no remaining hope except to die and end the dream of fear. This is... Is temptation nothing more than this can this be difficult to choose against consider what temptation is and see the real alternatives you choose between there are but two be not deceived by what appears as many choices there is hell or heaven and of these you choose but one 82 let not the world's light given unto you, be hidden from the world. It needs the light, for it is dark indeed, and men despair, because the Savior's vision is withheld, and what they see is death. Their Savior stands, unknowing and unknown, beholding them with eyes unopened. They cannot see until He looks on them, with seeing eyes, and offers them forgiveness with His own. Can you To whom God says, release my son. Be tempted not to listen when you learn that it is you for whom he asks release. And what but this is what this course would teach. And what but this is there for you to learn. Amen.
0: Thank you, Reverend Regia. And Josie, 82,
3: please. Let not the world's light given unto you, be hidden from the world. It needs the light, for it is dark indeed, and men despair because the Savior's vision is withheld, and what they see is death. Their Savior stands, unknowing and unknown, beholding them with eyes unopened. And they cannot see until he looks upon them with seeing eyes and offers them forgiveness with his own. Can you, to whom God says, release my son, be tempted not to listen when you learn that it is you for whom he asks release? And what but this? Is what this course would teach. And what but this is there for you to learn?
0: Thank you, Josie. And what but this is there for you to learn? Amen. The floor is open. Amen.
2: Isn't this a wondrous reading? Absolutely. What did you say, Lee? Isn't this um a wondrous reading?
4: Yes. It certainly is. We can't read this and say that this course isn't clear or we don't understand what it's asking of us and what you know, our Savior is, what our vision is, what heaven and hell are and all that stuff. Not after reading this section. It's it is, you know, straightforward and deep and clear and beautiful. I'm complete.
2: Thanks, this, is I, this is
7: why, this Rob, I, I am so thankful for the CIMS. I am so thankful for everything, the pivot that it is to bring us every word that issues from the mouth of God through our beloved Redeemer. And standing for those words is my ideal, and my ideal is this embodiment of the complete course. I'm so thankful for all of you. So thankful. I'm complete.
2: Beautiful, Rob. Thank you, you, brother.
6: Thanks, Ida. Thanks, Rob.
2: Welcome.
4: Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Lee.
7: Thank you. Lee, were you about
6: to share?
2: No. I just... uh, just overtaken with just how perfect a reading this is.
7: And how perfect this group is and how perfect this organization is. And we always understand that as perfect as it is, our Redeemer will come and add... A perfected topping and icing on this perfect cake. Never forget that. That is my mission. To understand myself and bring it to all of myself that we have been utterly fortunate
8: Um, Complete. Rob? Yes.
4: When you say our Redeemer, do you mean
7: our brothers? You see, it's a combination. Iesus, as in Greek, is the first time it started to get used. And then Martin Luther made sure everybody could understand it by driving an individual nail into the proper door of the church that was moving west, the Catholic Church and the Church of England and all the other so-called correct Western churches. And this is the Redeemer, this idea, this this being that comes to represent God and nothing else. This idea that when you let go of the idea, you came with your concept to prove, and you take up the idea of being the symbolic twin of the Redeemer who is both male and female androgynous then you move into an avenue of perfect peace because you are in the flow of God that is where the Redeemer, Redeemer is centered in the flow of God does that help? Well, not really. (laughs) I mean. Did you see all those people that I was naming? They are us. They are us. They are us. You are the Redeemer. The Urantia book states that Jesus sent out six people who believed in him. Not twelve, six. To find others and bring them back. Okay.
4: I get it. You do see, when you say our Redeemer, you do see our Redeemer as our brothers. And that's what the Course says, and that's what I wanted to know. Thank you. I'm complete.
7: Thank you. It becomes clearer when you understand he was never in the 37 years in Judea ever called Jesus. 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 He is us. You see? He is us. When you put together the attributes of Wendy and Josie and Reverend Razor and Brian, I'm sorry, I apologize, um, Bryce. (laughs) Bryce and Lee, and all those that are going to come, all those that are going to come. I don't know if you all see it, but now, right now, millions are moving toward us. We are a pupil in a lighted eye of vision. And we are drawing all the others to the completed truth that is flowering now as a shame A-C-I-M, brotherhood. I love you all because I see who you are. You are joy itself to me. I'm complete.
4: If we build it, he will come, and we are building it.
7: Exactly, exactly, right on target.
2: Thank you both.
7: Thank you. You're welcome. Welcome. See that? This is the Christ Cabaret. Welcome and welcome, Avenue. You princes of the earth. You kings of the universe. My sisters and brothers. I'm complete.
2: Thanks, Rob. It's Lee. We um we have a section called The Savior's Vision and he's um. That, that section title was drawn from one part of the reading, um, the end of 78, after saying after saying that holy seen through holy eyes that look upon the innocence within and thus expect to see it everywhere. And so they call it forth in everyone they look upon that he may be what they expect of Him. I'm told this is the Savior's vision. Yes. That He see His innocence in all He looks upon and sees His own salvation everywhere. Then as a little further explanation related to the idea of concepts and how concepts stand between reality and my awareness he holds no concept of himself between his calm and open eyes and what he sees he brings the light to what he looks upon that he may see it as it really is and my read of the course that's all that reality is reality is to be able to Um, pass all of the mistaken concepts that have sprung from the ego's thought system and, and remove that veil which is the only veil the Course ever speaks of to me the veil of ignorance and meaninglessness that the ego has superimposed across everything to stand between My calm and open eyes and what I see all that reality ever refers to in the course to me is just that I come to a place and a condition even in just a holy instant where I'm able to see you as you are and see everything as it is that's the great quest
8: Mm
2: That's the nature of that question that he asks um, when he says that we come to a place where we say, um, what is the meaning of what I behold? If I'm seeing through the ego thought system, the meaning of what I behold completely escapes me. But he assures me in today's lesson, he assures me Um, throughout this course that the meaning that is actually so of all that I behold is innocent and holy everything seen with vision is healed and holy that's a direct quote what this section does as well for me is kind of puts a, a ribbon around this whole introduction he's done to the self-concept and the importance of understanding that presently I hold a concept of myself distant from what I really am. And the consequence of that is that I have that concept foul by understanding of everything I see. and misrepresent everything I see in accord with the ego thought system. Any shift, any touching and division changes that self-concept. And the whole world shifts in accord with my new understanding. So there are matching pairs of concept and world. When my Ego-generated self-concept is my guide to seeing. I see a world that reflects the ego thought system. In other words, I see everything through its filter. And the entirety of the Course is to try and persuade me that as much as I resist change, there's this enormous uh, transformation of everything available to me as I invite that the Holy Spirit support me in relinquishing the ego thought system and that self-concept so that I can be brought to an understanding of what I genuinely am and as odd as it seems or as difficult as it is to believe his assurance is there is a world of loveliness where fear has no foothold in what I would look upon if I allow that concept of myself to align with what I really am. Then he says, is there another world? At the end of 70, he says, you will not interpret what you see without the aid that God has given you. I won't interpret what I see correctly without aid and I have that aid available to me and his sight and in his sight there's another world for me to behold. In 71 he says, you live in that world just as much as this for both are concepts of yourself which can be interchanged but never jointly held I have to be willing to release my grip on one to be introduced to the other this other is the world he assures me is brushed with loveliness and gentleness at the end of 74 he says all that is given you for release the sight the vision and the inner guide all lead you out of hell with those you love beside you and the universe with them. In 75, behold your role within the universe to every part of true creation as the Lord of love and life entrusted all salvation from the misery of hell. Does that stir you guys the way it stirs me? Behold oh, your role within the universe.
7: Oh well oh, it does. Who could be unmoved?
2: I'm really taken with this section. Thank you, I'm complete.
7: This is what is meant oh. when Jesus says the dead. The lit, the dead are not alive. They haven't made that relinquishment. The living will not die. This is what you just made so clear in your re-outlining the importance of that. Lady, it's just beautiful.
2: I'll make one other comment, and that is that um, in reference to, to, to the Lord of love and life, and that is that, um, as you've heard me say before, I read now that every reference to death, or the worshipping of death, or the belief in death, all of that is a reference to me of how the ego's thought system squeezes the life out of myself and everything, denies the vibrancy and the fullness of life. Death, as it's described in the Course to me, references my active denial of life and the gift and the offer of life throughout my time here when I'm directed by the Ego thought System. It's that huge a difference and not not for me to judge against not for me to feel guilty or or disheartened by what I see but for me to feel uplifted by this offer every time I respond to the Holy Spirit's guidance that I react differently that I turn away from what he describes in this section is temptation. That's a, uh, that is a choice to walk toward life or to accept the offer of life and liveliness. It's so easy, I think, for each of us to understand that what he describes of temptation is perfect. It's the, it's the, um, the temptation to be guided by what I've believed before settle into something that i can feel separates me i can feel it when it happens it separates me not just from you it separates me from that offer of life anyway thanks guys i'm complete thank you lee thank you
4: lee I- thank you lee thank you for your description uh, that i really got that idea when you said it <clears throat> About the ego squeezing the life out of us, when I thought of several things. Like, oh God, I have to go get cookies. It was like, oh my God, the the material impulses. But um, like the um, in Star Wars, where um, I think two out of the three, or maybe just Luke Skywalker. I'm not sure. I think also Princess Leia. were um being squeezed by these walls that they were in and the trash impact or the gigantic walls and so, and they have to try to get out of that to save their lives. It makes me think how, um, it's everywhere. Yes, ego thought system to me is, is everywhere and I see it, of course, because it's in me, but um the, the holy thought system is also, everywhere we care to look for it or find it in movies and books and so what if we did move to a parallel earth I mean you know while we were watching the commercial or something (laughs) like that Um, I mean it's all the same no matter where or what it is I mean I get that when there was some reference today to you know Going there to heaven, you know, heaven world, the with all my brothers and the universe. So, because I had this question, sorry, based on my previous teaching and learning, of is there some you know other truth sort of that works for some other parts of the cosmos? Now that you know, kind of seeing the cosmos as being so gigantically big, more than I could ever imagine. Um. And I know that Jesus says that, you know, it's called Eight Course of Miracles because there are other forms of the course matched to you know, other people, places, and times and stuff. But to me, I see this course as a truth, a living truth for for the whole cosmos. And right space and time are part of the illusion so I am the whole cosmos and the whole cosmos is me when I care to think of it that way and um, more of my musings and my hope that was uh, an inspiration to you in some way um, thank you uncle PLETE
7: pretty nice <laughs>
2: Thank you, Aya.
3: Thank you, Wada.
9: Thanks, Ida. So this is Bryce. Uh, welcome, everyone. <laughs> Glad I could be here, waking up with you this morning. Uh, what I'd like to do is uh, turn to one section um, in uh, "What Is the Ego?" Real quick. So to know reality is not to know the ego. And its thoughts, its works, its acts, its laws, and its beliefs, its dreams, its hopes, its plans for its salvation. And the cost belief in it entails. So this section for me comes down to really one thing, uh, who I think I am. There's the who I think I am when I think. of who I am in terms of my self-made concepts of who I am and those are the ones I've spent most of my life uh, adding to subtracting from and um, and this section would would just simply tell me that there's a whole, Uh, different way of knowing myself but I really must let go of all of that and that's that's really the challenge for me personally. I've got to just let go of um, who I think I am and then reality will appear to me. Uh, The reality of who I am. Uh, There's there's a, a knowing who I am that doesn't Require any concepts at all, and uh, and from that knowing, then um, a different world appears. And you know, I've got to just kind of let that let that happen. I'm I'm not able to uh, grind it out, uh, rush it, or make uh, make that happen. I have to just give myself to. Letting that self become known to me. And uh, this, this call and listening to everyone and being a part of this community is helping me to see a new self in all of us that we share. And it is becoming who I am. It's a becoming. It's an allowing. It's a... It's a it's new, it's free, it's, uh, it's just still, and I just, uh, I'm glad to just be able to be here and say, I, I want to know myself by being uh, with myself, without my mind's interruption.
2: Thanks, okay, I'm completely... Thank you,
7: Bryce. Thanks, Thank you, Bryce. Thank you, Bryce. I like you the way you are. I, I see you as a transformed being. I, I think all of the qualities that led you to be our brother, in fact, were always there, but viewed through the veil, as Lee was bringing out. And when the veil disappears and you see through the eyes of recognizing your brother as yourself and the true self, then you transform the little um, misflavor you thought about yourself with your own concepts. And now you turn into the real Bryce, the real Bryce flavor. Not something that isn't there anymore, but something that is somehow brighter, more intense, more loving, more touching us. Does that make any sense?
9: I receive the love, brother.
7: Bryce, it's Josie.
3: I'm honored to be part of your becoming. Thank you so much.
4: Beautiful. I'm honored too. I'm really happy with myself for having chosen this group to get into by phone every day. <laughs> again, myself and Kids all. So <laughs> thank you, I'm complete. Right on.
7: Right on.
4: Hey, it's Chris. I just
0: wanted to share my gratitude. So, Rob, I I could not find enough flashlights to put on everyone's plate, but in my mind I had them. And i got to say it was one of the most joyous experiences I've ever had, that when stuff would come up, I would let the feeling come, and I didn't react to it, and I just turned it over. And i got to say, nothing bothered me yesterday. And I take that into today, and the shift I can feel changing moment by moment, each one that, that presents itself to me. So I'm sharing the gratitude of all of you for helping me see who I really am so I can see who everyone really is. I'm complete.
7: You're beautiful, Chris. Yes. Thank you. Beautiful transformational vision.
4: Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. I love you and
7: we love you. From, I think of all the places in the past lives that I lived as this, that, and the other um, without a a reverberated feeling of belonging. I knew there was part of me that was the joy of, of joining this group or that group or the other group. I knew that was always a joy. But I don't ever remember as comprehensively complete a group as what I've found in you guys. I I just see more aspects of myself I'd like to um, cultivate. You know? Each one of you brings to me Something that I see I could have i have I could get by being associated with you, I could learn that and that 's what makes this different to me it makes this Thanksgiving better than anyone i've ever had i can't appreciate you enough as I listen to you and reverberate from you joy i 'm complete. Thanks, Rob.
2: Thank
0: you, Rob. Well my fellow enlightened ones, I need to jump off this call, but if you would like to keep it going for a few more minutes, if Lee or Reverend Reed would end it, that would be good.
2: Thanks, Chris. You got gotcha. you.
0: Love you all.
2: Thank Love you. you too, Chris. Yeah. Love
8: Thank you, Chris. You. Bye, dear. Bye. You. Bye. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris.
2: Thanks, Chris.
8: Thanks, Chris.
2: So we have time for one or more or one or two couple maybe uh, burning shares anyone that um, would like to offer something more before we close
4: yes we could do seminars together on the course of miracles of course that would be so great I love it I can see like a thousand people coming to (laughs) see (laughs) us Maybe one day it'll happen. I wouldn't be surprised.
7: No maybe to it. What? No maybe to it. You see it. You, I see you, it. When you see it, you see, you are sending out that reverberatory message. Okay. Yes. Yeah.
4: That's great. I like it. Thank you.
2: Thanks. Thanks, Ida. So complete about anyone else uh, perhaps someone that hasn't shared that's been waiting the opportunity
1: this is Reverend Reggie joy and uh, I it's interesting because I was thinking of a quote in the course today as in preparing for the closing and it was uh, the quote where he he talks about if he speaks not of Christ to you and uh, that quote it's interesting it's the exact same quote that Sarah uh, refers to in tomorrow's reflection, so it's pretty cool. Minds are joined. But it's in Chapter 10, uh, Paragraph 68, where I think it it really says, uh, it's um, saying the same thing as today for me, today's reading. Uh, In that paragraph it said, everyone convinces you of what you want to perceive and of the reality of the kingdom you have chosen for your vigilance. Everything you perceive is a witness to the thought system. You want to be true. And if he speaks not of Christ to you, you spoke not of Christ to him. You hear but your own voice. And if Christ speaks through you, you will hear him. So it's it's basically what that, what I used to think that was telling me was that if I'm getting flack from my brother, oops, I didn't speak, I didn't speak of Christ to my brother. And that's that's true, and yet it's, it's not true. He's not, speak, he's not giving me flack. That's what I thought was true. What I'm saying, what, he, what, I, what I'm seeing now is that you hear, it says you hear but your own voice, and if Christ speaks through you, you will hear him. I will hear him from my brother, not what my brother, not the flack that my brother is, is seemingly giving me, I will see the Christ in my brother behind what he's, the appearance, be, you know, behind what he's choosing. And that's what my brother will be, no matter what his body is saying to me, I will be hearing the Christ in him and making that real. And when I make that real, then I, he, that person is my savior and I'm savior under him. So everything it says you perceive is witness to the thought system you want to be true. And I, the thought system that I'm opening to is that there is one self. There is the Christ in me and the Christ in my brother, no matter what the presentation. The presentation, the appearance, is not real. What is real is that Christ in us all. So I just thought I'd mention that, and I'm complete. Thank you.
8: Mm. C- thank C- you, Reverend <laughs> Regent.
9: Oh,
1: thank you. Thank you, Reverend Regent.
9: Thanks, Reverend Regent. I, you know, I failed to bring this out. My favorite section in this, or favorite part of this section, real quick is uh, the the first part of paragraph eighty. And I think it's a wonderful uh, uh, prescription uh, for how to understand the Savior's vision. It says the Savior's vision, and it goes with what you were sharing, Reverend Regent is as innocent of what your brother is as it is free of any judgment made upon yourself. And here's the here's the key. It sees no past in anyone at all. And thus it serves a holy, open mind, unclouded by old concepts, and prepared to look on only What the present holds it cannot judge because it does not know and recognizing this it merely asks what is the meaning of what I behold I'm complete thank you oh thank you Bryce Uh, I
1: want to share our synchronicity that's the that's the quote I chose for tomorrow's uh, daily lesson Uh, paragraph 80 so thank you (laughs) Uh,
2: wonderful I know we're running a little over but I wanted to share one observation that um, stands out for me as he begins 75 uh, behold your role within the universe he follows with um, a notion that of what has been entrusted to me What he says has been entrusted to each of us. To every part of true creation has the Lord of love and life entrusted all salvation from the misery of hell. He has entrusted all salvation from the misery of hell to me and to every part of true creation. Just to get that a little more settled, he compresses it into one sentence in seventy seven. To everyone has God entrusted all. Mm. To everyone has God entrusted all. I'm complete.
7: Oh man. Yeah, and that's right.
2: Reverend Rija, are you ready to lead us through closing?
1: Yes, I am. <laughs> I'd love to. So to end our time together, we'll close our eyes. If we choose to do so, draw the awareness, all the awareness within. We begin to feel that peace, the peace of the stillness. And it feels like grace. We're opening Every single instant, we're opening more and more to vision. Today, we're learning of the Savior's vision. I see now, in this course, that vision is my Savior. And thus, salvation comes when I no longer choose to see my brother as separate and guilty, while I remain apart and innocent. Holy Spirit tells me, when salvation comes, quote, no longer did you choose that you should be the sign of evil and of guilt in him, your brother. And as you gave your trust to what is good in him, you gave it to the good in you, unquote. You know, mostly I see a world of separate bodies, and yet as I focus on the good in my brother, the body will become, quote, little more than just a shadow circling around the good, unquote. I will see in the Holy Spirit's sight, quote, there is another world, unquote. right here and right now, and this other world is just beyond what the body's eyes report. It is the world I see only when I look with guidance, and then i see my brother's good shining bright in the light of innocence which i now accept as mine as well yet even though i want to see the good i find i am still hostage to thoughts of guilt and condemnation and so when i cannot restrain my words because i cannot yet release the anger and the guilt that i have laid onto my brother and myself But I still dearly wish for forgiveness to bless us both. I will then let my brother know that when I hold out my hand, even though I cannot say the words, I ask for forgiveness and extend mine as well. Quote, hold out your hand that you may have the gift of kind forgiveness which you offer one whose need for it is just the same as yours and let the cruel concept of yourself be changed to one which brings the peace of God." Unquote. For when I am in the grip of illusion and see only bodies in the world, I have drawn a veil across the face of Christ within my brother and myself." And we read today, quote, "The veil across the face of Christ, the fear of God and of salvation, and the love of guilt and death." they all are different names. For just one era, that there is a space between you and your brother, kept apart by an illusion of yourself, which holds him off from you and you away from him. Today I learn that the Savior's vision, given me by my true guide, is the sight of Christ in my brother, as I see the Christ within myself. We are one self. And so I pray, Father, Mother God, I have forgotten. Please tell me how my brother becomes my savior and how I am equal savior unto him. I'm learning that my brother holds the mirror of what I am and who he is as well. And what he truly shows me beneath his own concept is up to me. As this I hear you say, you tell me in my soul, every brother you meet comes a witness for Christ or for the ego depending on what you perceive in him every brother has the power to release you if you will to be free my child behold your role within the universe to every part of true creation has the Lord of love and life entrusted all salvation from the misery of hell And to each one has he allowed the grace to be a savior to the holy ones, especially entrusted to his care. And this he learns when he first looks upon one brother, as he looks upon himself and sees the mirror of himself in him. Thus is the concept of himself laid by, for nothing stands between his sight and what he looks upon to judge what he beholds. And in this single vision, Does he see the face of Christ and understands he looks on everyone as he beholds this one? For there is light where darkness was before. Now the veil is lifted from his sight. And so it
8: is.
6: Amen. Amen. Amen.
8: Thank
7: you, Reverend Rija. Thank you.
2: That was beautiful. Thank
7: you, everybody.